Last year, the flu vaccine protected an estimated 5 million people from getting sick. Getting vaccinated reduces flu illnesses, doctor visits, and missed work and school. It also prevents flu-related hospitalizations. It's Tuesday, October 24th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Recently, I spoke with Dr. John Towns about the importance of getting vaccinated. Well, thank you for joining me today. I know that you have at least a few different roles here at OHSU. You're division head for the Division of Infectious Diseases, and you're also the medical director for Infection Prevention and Control. Can you tell me a little bit about your role within infection prevention? Well, as, as you said, I'm the medical director uh, of the program, which means that I sort of uh, am involved in uh, planning uh, the program and uh, working on protocols and policy, as well as investigating outbreaks and exposures and um, ensuring that we um, prevent the transmission of infections to OHSU patients and also to staff and visitors. So we're heading into flu season, and here at OHSU, we have started vaccinating both employees and patients. Um, Who do you recommend receive the vaccine? Well, that's a very good question. In the past, it used to be that we only said that uh, people who are at highest risk should be vaccinated. But now we know that uh, the best strategy is to vaccinate virtually everyone. So anybody over the age of six months who uh, doesn't have an intolerance to the vaccine or who doesn't have a contraindication to the vaccine should be vaccinated. And are there certain people who shouldn't get it? Well, people who've had um, a history of Guillain-Barre syndrome after receiving the vaccine or who've had a, a severe uh, allergic reaction to one of the vaccine components uh, probably should not receive the vaccine, but those are rare. And uh, there are new vaccine preparations available. So if you've had a reaction in the past, you should talk to your primary care doctor about whether or not there's a preparation available that you can take now. So when is the best time within kind of the flu season to get vaccinated? Well, ideally, you you are vaccinated as soon as the vaccine is available uh, and the vaccine is available now. You would like to see your immune function against influenza optimal before the onset of influenza season. Uh, We have started seeing cases of influenza already. Influenza season usually runs between October and May. It generally peaks in midwinter to early spring, but it's very unpredictable. So we, you know, sometimes the, the flu peak is early, sometimes it's a little bit later. So it's best to be vaccinated in advance preferably by the end of October. But if you miss it and you, uh, you know, you're into November, that's okay. You can still get vaccinated as long as influenza virus is circulating, which can be prolonged into the, into the spring. But ideally you get vaccinated this fall. And how long after you get vaccinated uh, does it take to build up that immunity? You have an immune response right away. The peak of the antibody production probably occurs uh, around two weeks out. So you like to get your vaccine at least a couple of weeks before the onset of flu season. So a lot of people, there's kind of this idea that some people have that you can actually get the flu from the vaccine. Is there any truth to that? Right. Well, you can't get influenza from the vaccine. Influenza is a virus infection, and the, the vaccine is not a live virus vaccine. Uh, but it does have some of the antigens or the the thing that causes an immune response to the vaccine. So many people have 
slight sort of flu-like symptoms, low-grade fever, achiness for a short time, but it's not the full-on influenza. Many people don't have any uh, symptoms at all after the influenza vaccine, sometimes uh, more than others, but you won't get influenza from the vaccine. And if someone does come down sick after getting the vaccine, is that just bad luck? Well, one um, thing to remember is that during flu season, there are multiple other viruses that circulate, respiratory viruses that circulate at the same time and can mimic influenza. So if you have a flu-like illness, that doesn't necessarily mean it is influenza virus. The other thing is that the vaccine is not 100% effective. So although it can substantially reduce your risk of hospitalization, uh, missed days from work, and uh, severe influenza, some people, even when they're vaccinated, may get influenza. So we have to take other precautions in addition to the vaccine to prevent influenza. So after you get the vaccine, how long is it kind of good for? How long is it effective? Well, the vaccine should be effective uh, throughout the influenza season. One of the problems with influenza <clears throat> vaccination is that the influenza virus itself uh, mutates over time. The antigens or the proteins on the surface of the virus that allow it to cause an infection mutate over time. This is uh, something that's called antigenic drift. And so um, from season to season, we may have a slightly different influenza virus circulating. So every year the vaccine has to be re-engineered so that it's going to be as active as possible against the strains that are anticipated to be circulating in the, in the environment during the flu season. So this year's vaccine uh, hopefully is a very good match with the circulating strains. And throughout this flu season, it should be effective. There may be a change next, next season in the influenza vaccine. That's why you have to get revaccinated next year because it's a slightly different virus. A, a term I hear you use often is herd immunity. Um, herd mentality is not a good thing, but apparently herd immunity is a good thing. Uh, what does that mean? Well, if you imagine that there's a, a herd of deer uh, and that some of the deer uh, you can vaccinate, but there's some that you can't vaccinate. And if you vaccinate 80% or 90% of the, of the herd, the likelihood of transmission of a virus or infection in that herd is going to be lower because most of the population will be already immune. If everybody in the population is not immune, then there's going to be a lot of transmission of virus. So in a, a hospital, for example, there are immune compromised people, sometimes elderly folks don't respond as well to the vaccine. So it's important for us to vaccinate the rest of the population so that we reduce transmission overall. And that will protect our most vulnerable in the population. So this is why one of the reasons why we've changed the, the recommendation, not just to vaccinate the, the vulnerable, but to vaccinate all people over the age of six months. It's those school-age children that are uh, perhaps don't have the best hygiene, they're cluttered together in, in classrooms, um, sharing viruses back and forth. Uh, and then they go visit grandma and give grandma influenza. Even if she's vaccinated, she doesn't maybe respond as well to the influenza vaccine. So it's important to vaccinate your children, uh, vaccinate the healthy people so that they don't get influenza and transmit it to the vulnerable people. 
with school-age children is it wasn't always a group that you necessarily thought of with um, for for vaccinations. Um, I think you said something the other day about um, staff are probably more likely to get the the vaccine at home from their kids than they would be oh, in the, the hospital. virus. Yeah, yeah. So in the hospital, we're uh, following good precautions, standard precautions, so that if we're in contact, close contact with somebody who has a cough, we're wearing a mask or if we're, uh, you know, we're masking patients who are coughing, putting them in droplet precautions. But at home, you're, you're together with your child who may be coughing and you're not really conscious of it. Or uh, on the bus or in, in a community, uh, you can pick up influenza uh, because you may be less careful. So it's important to, to vaccinate the kids at home uh, so that you don't develop influenza at home and bring it to work. Some people are concerned about thimerosal. What is that? Thimerosal is a uh, mercury type of preservative that's found in some vaccine um, multi-dose vials. It's been associated with a lot of controversy uh, about whether this is a, causes side effects. Um, generally, it doesn't cause side effects, uh, but some people are still concerned about it. The vaccine that we use at OHSU for occupational health does not contain thimerosal, so it's a thimerosal-free vaccine. So you really don't have to be concerned about that. So OHSU employees can get the flu vaccine for free at one of our employee flu vaccine clinics. What are the options for people in the community who uh, are looking to get the vaccine? Well, hopefully um, parents of young children have pediatricians and they're taking them to get all of their vaccinations and influenza vaccine should be part of the routine vaccine schedule and and kids should get their annual flu vaccine through their pediatrician if possible. There are also a a variety of flu clinics around the city, uh, pharmacies, as well as urgent care clinics that you can find uh, lists of those that uh, the Oregon Health Department has, has some lists like that that can tell you where you can find vaccine available. All right. Well, Dr. Towns, thank you for your time. You're welcome. OHSU employees can receive the flu vaccine for free at one of several employee flu clinics. Hi, Patrick. My name is Christopher Vernaki. I'm a medical assistant. I'm here for a flu vaccine. Is that right? Correct. All right. I just have to review that your Ready, Set survey has already been completed. So just a few questions before we get started. Do you have any allergy or sensitivity to egg? Or I received the products? vaccine myself on Monday during drop-in hours at Occupational House Office in Multnomah Pavilion. Take a deep breath. All done. Doing okay? Mm-hmm. Great. So this flu sticker is an indication that you do not have to wear a mask when the hospital goes masks on. Otherwise, if you did not have your flu vaccine, uh, you would be required to wear a mask during all direct patient contact. So for someone that hasn't gotten the flu shot yet, um, what do they need to do before they come into occupational health? So the entire organization has been pushed out a ready, set survey. It's just a survey that you'll answer um, some basic questions about the flu and a few questions about your history. And so after you've completed that survey, then that's the only requirement to receive a flu vaccine. So I did that before I came, and that's a preferred method, right? Is that yes. I have that completed? Have that done before. It makes things go a lot smoother for everybody. And then uh, how many more uh, flu clinics are still left this season? So it looks like, including the ones this week, there are five left. Where should people go if they want a listing of all those times when they can get the flu vaccine? If you go to the O2 and search for occupational health, that'll bring you to our homepage. 
there on the left side you'll see get ready set for the flu season you click on that and it'll give you a list of all of our flu clinics that are coming up and times that you can come get them all right christopher thank you for your time all right patrick nice to meet you ohsu week is a production of strategic communications this episode was produced and edited by josh anderson i'm patrick holmes see you next week